reasons why people live alone is divorce. Four times as many couples divorce today compared to 25 years ago. Divorce is a significant life-changing event. It can be very challenging, especially for single mums who need to earn income to care for themselves and their children. Our listener Betty Lee is one of them. Jimmy spoke to her earlier to find out more about how divorce affects her and her nine-year-old daughter. Morning, Betty. I understand you divorced your husband. Um, can you tell us how did it come about? Yeah, uh, I divorced five years ago. Uh, my husband had many girlfriends at that moment. I can't bear it. He has never taken care of me and our daughter. I think divorce can be better for both of us and our daughter. Um, how old is your daughter right now? Uh, she's now nine years old. And prior to uh, divorce, um, what was your uh, financial situation like for your family? Uh, before I decided to divorce, uh, I was a housewife. My daughter was too young, and I could not work at that moment. My husband rarely gave me enough money, and my mother, uh, she stayed in uh, mainland China. She offered me financial help. Without her and my siblings, I would have died with my daughter. And uh, once you decided to um, divorce your husband, um, what was the immediate impact, and how did it impact your personal finance? Uh, uh, the worst thing is uh, I couldn't have a stable uh, living place. Before I divorced, uh, we lived in a public housing estate. Uh, after I decided to leave my husband, I rented a, a subdivided flat, which needs uh, $3,800 per month. Uh, I live with my daughter. I need to find a job as well, and I couldn't rely on my husband. So I learned massage and worked three to hour, three to four hours a day, and I tried my best to raise my child on my own. And how, can you tell us how much are you earning? Uh, I think about a few thousands dollars per month. It is not stable. And what about the? Maintenance. Um, did you need to uh, f- seek lawyers' help uh, regarding uh, divorce procedures and things? Mm. Uh, I didn't employ a lawyer. Uh, I just supplied the legal aid service, and the lawyer helped me to draft the documents about my case. And he also gave me some advice on the agreement, and I didn't have to pay. And about the maintenance, I didn't apply it. Uh, also, my ex-husband is very lazy. He didn't have a stable job, and he haven't taken care of us. And I earn a living by myself, so I've never relied on him since we married. He is just uh, irresponsible for both of us. Even the court asked him to pay the maintenance, he wouldn't pay. It would be a waste of time for me to recover the payment, so I didn't apply the maintenance. And so, what financial objectives do you have? Uh, I'm raising my child on my own, and I'm providing her with the best education in a very tight budget. I'm just taking two thousand dollars to CSSA, and I work very hard to pay for her tutorials and other activities. And CSSA is the Social Security scheme. Assistance, yes. Assistance. Okay.
the classes are all affordable and they are all provided by the social services. Uh, even I got strength at work, I didn't want to get my daughter involved in my best phase. You heard there from Money Talk Extra listener Betty talking about the tight budget she and her daughter are living on. To get her some advice and assistance, Jimmy Lam went to speak to Sissy Liu, director of the Hong Kong Federation of Women's Centres. Morning, Sissy. Uh, you've just heard uh, Betty's case. Um, is mm. her case very common in Hong Kong? Um, yes. Um, there are more than 20,000 divorce cases in Hong Kong every year. And um, there are more than 54,000 households of divorced or separated um, families involving um, close to 160,000 individuals. Um, so women who came to us to um, seek assistance um, and then they say that they wanted to divorce um, because they couldn't bear the situation anymore. Usually it's the case of um, extramarital affairs, um, abusive relationship, or um, the husband has not been taking care of the family. And usually they withstand for a period before they decide to divorce. Yes, some of them do you know, um, endure it for quite a long time. I mean, we've seen cases that um, a woman has um, suffered from domestic violence for more than 20 years, <laughs> and she still stayed with the relationship because she just had the hope that um, her husband will change, will be good to them, um, um, usually, you know, the husband would bit her or frighten her and then, you know, come back to apologize and then do that again. And then there's a cycle, you know, going round and round. Um, and um, also, um, a lot of women think that they would want to preserve a complete family for their children. So that's why they chose to um, stay in an abusive relationship. And if they decide to uh, divorce, um, for ex- single moms especially, would it be very difficult, like Betty's case, to take care of the child but also working uh, part-time or trying to be full-time working? Yes, definitely, um, especially for the case of grassroots women. Um, imagine you're a woman, you know, a grassroots woman who's divorced and have a young kid. So what would you do? Um, um, who would you know, what would you do? Um, um, and you were a homemaker before that. And that makes you, you know, even better to go to, to the job market to find a job. So what would you do? Um, try to find a job. And, and who would take care of your family, um, your, your kid? Um, your parents? Um, maybe yes, if they are still physically fit and they are willing to do so. That, you know, they would jeopardize their happy retirement <laughs> and to take care of a kid. Um, and then, um, if you won't, don't want to bother your parents, then you know try to find the government subsidized childcare service, which is um, usually you know very limited, and um, there's usually a very long waiting list, and um, that's not enough you know um, quota to meet the um, demand, and um, perhaps find a job, um, part time job. Um, um, you know that that could be you know. Um, things that you know people could do um, but that's only for you know women with kids that's already in school but those that um, with kids that are very young you know it's very difficult for them to find a job even a part-time one so the next option may be you know rely on the maintenance um, of from the ex-husbands um, well you need to be a lucky woman um, to in order to be able to rely on the uh, maintenance payment because um, for the women who came to us, like more than 60% of them 
um, have difficulties in getting the maintenance payment um, from their ex-husbands. So the ex-husbands just simply don't give them? Well, they, um, they pay less, they don't pay regularly as they should be, or they just even disappear, they don't pay. Um, um, so, but, but the thing is, um, for making a claim for outstanding maintenance is very difficult because um, you have to go to the court to do so. And imagine, you know, it's the court system where you need to file all the, you know, application forms, prepare all the evidence, and then, you know, be prepared to um, attend to court sections, have a lawyer with you. If you don't have money, go to legal aid, and then legal aid, you have to fill in the form again. Um, so it's very um, time-consuming. It um, takes a lot of energy, and it's very stressful. The process is very stressful for the woman. So a lot of them choose not to, um, you know, get the, um, not to make a claim for the maintenance, um, outstanding maintenance payment. So the last option that they have is to rely on social assistance. Um, but in Hong Kong, getting social assistance have a lot of stigma um, on towards those um, um, CSSA recipients. And um, if you work, the wages that you get will be deducted from the um, CSSA. Um, as well, so it doesn't really, you know, encourage you to work. And the amount um, of the CSSA is also, you know, not much. It's you know minimum level that you could rely on to make a living. That was Sissy Liu, director of the Hong Kong Federation of Women's Centres.